The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, we know that the TikTok app is a very popular. Here's a question. Are U.S. military members creating a national security risk by using the social media service? Well, according to Brendan Carr, a Republican member of the SEFCC, I should say, the answer is definitely yes. We want to take a closer look at the story now with Bloomberg's Alexandra Barinka, who is our social media reporter based in Los Angeles. Alexandra, thanks for being with us. Provide some context to begin with. How do we get here? Of course. So this is um, part of kind of an ongoing spat that TikTok seems to be in with lawmakers and officials in the U.S. government. A few weeks ago, there was this big report out of BuzzFeed basically um, prompting TikTok to make an admission to U.S. senators saying, look, some data does go to, to Chinese employees. Um, we are trying to answer your questions on data privacy. We are working with the national security arm of the government to cordon off U.S. data. But these ongoing questions keep coming from U.S. lawmakers and officials saying, hey, look, you are owned by a Chinese parent company. Is U.S. users data safe? Very recently, Brendan Carr, um, this gentleman you mentioned, he's a Republican member of the FCC. He has really been sounding off on things like asking Apple and Google to take the app out of the App Store over privacy concerns. And then today, you saw him in this meeting on um, a, a bit of a different subject on on protecting um, uh, military people and um, veterans from scams, you saw him show up and kind of sound off on TikTok again. So he is uh, really leaning into this um, a question of, you know, does TikTok give data to Chinese employees, to the Chinese government, which the company, for its part, has unequivocally said, no, we do not turn over data to the Chinese government. It's interesting. We're not just talking about content, are we? I think location services are, are another concern, right? Right. And that's what um, Carr was really bringing up today. If you're on the app, you might have seen there's this viral TikTok trend where service members in um, U.S. Um, military are posting basically, um, you know, house tours of the barracks uh, with audio and video of where they're spending their time overseas on location. And there he's calling into question whether or not um, the uh, the app itself is collecting location data and what it's doing with that location data. Now, the company hasn't um, gone on the record with anything. Uh, the company came back today saying, you know, we they look forward to briefing his staff on how they're keeping U.S. data secure. Um, but that location data is absolutely something that Carr is calling to question this week. You know, during the Trump administration, there was a lot of concern about these very issues, wasn't there? And was there a resolution at that point? There was. So uh, if you'll remember, um, he was a, a, the, the app was a target of former President Donald Trump. He tried to ban the app and force its parent company called ByteDance to sell TikTok's U.S. business over what he claimed were security risks. That action was 
challenged in court. Biden finally revoked the ban in June 2021. But it seems like some lawmakers um, are not ready to drop the issue. And when you think about the context of this app, I mean, uh, U.S. consumers, um, according to some researchers, are spending as much time on TikTok as they are on Facebook and Instagram combined. So you can kind of see the scope of the interest in an app whose parent company is in China and who the previous presidential administration did uh, you know, hold quite the magnifying glass over. So do you think Mr. Carr is in the process of getting a little bit more momentum behind him, particularly among members of Congress? He certainly is trying. I can say that last week um, there were actually folks on both sides of the aisle um, in in on the congressional side coming out and saying, hey, we're interested in these questions. The thing I will flag, though, is um, as a member of the FCC and the minority party in the FCC, he actually doesn't have the power to, say, hmm. force Google and Apple to pull the app off of the app stores. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, that momentum that you're speaking about, that being vocal and trying to kind of rally folks around this idea seems to be his kind of best tool in his toolbox here if he wants to Alex, some kind of change to bring it on. Good stuff. Alex Barenka from Bloomberg. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for the Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash Future Investor slash Radio.